I think we're recording. Welcome, Sunday morning. I want to show you guys something before. This is very necessary to show you. I got this cup, I got this mug at a retreat I was just at. It's called the Ember Mug. And this Ember, this is like a $100 mug on Amazon. If you have anybody this holiday season who's a big techie and a coffee drinker and you don't mind spending $100 on a coffee mug, check out the Ember Mug. It keeps your coffee warm, which sounds super bougie and like unnecessary until I did like an hour-long podcast episode with somebody and my coffee stayed warm the entire time. And it just looks so much classier than like the normal mug thing or like lid thing I usually do. Now that I have kids that don't knock over coffee mugs. You just put it on a plate. It charges. It has an app. I've not been this techie in my entire life, but it's because it keeps your coffee warm. It's amazing. So Ember Mug, if you have a coffee drinker, techie person in your life who needs a little something extra for the holiday season, you're welcome. It's life-changing. All right. We've got two people. We're going to get to everybody. Raise your hand if you want to be coached and uh, come on. Um Maybe you haven't heard. I think you have. Uh, room one is graduating or closing down, whatever you want to call it, at the end of December. So this is my second to last coaching with you guys. And I'm having all the feelings of like, I love what Jess and I created. It is time for both of us to move on to do like our next thing, right? But we remain friends. Everything's chill. Like nothing's a problem, but it's sad, but I want it, you guys to feel like you have the resources you need of like where you're looking. I know a lot of people have reached out to me to be like, what coaches do you recommend? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not currently doing one-on-ones. My life, my life's too busy, um, but feel free to always text me, whatever you guys need. I've loved creating this community. I basically built what I wish I had in residency. Um, and I'm incredibly proud of it. And I'm incredibly proud of all of you guys. Because to see what you guys have done in this short amount of time is amazing. And I can talk a lot and my coffee stays warm because of the Ember Mug. <laughs> I'm not a sponsor yet. I wonder if they sponsor podcasts. All right, we're going to talk to Cold and Sunny. Good morning. There we are. Are you there? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Um, well, a couple of things. First, thank you for this community. It's um I've loved it. I've been in it I think about two and a half years and I've really grown a lot in it. So I appreciate all your help in that. Um, so I, and I wish you and Kelly, I mean, uh, Jessica, the, all the success, of course. And thank you. Thank you. Ryan. Um, the other thing is, does it keep it cold? The coffee cold? Because I like to drink iced coffee. <laughs> that is such a good question. I didn't even consider it. Cause I don't, <laughs> uh, I think this might be just for warm. <laughs> 
But like, I'm going to digress for a hot second because I'm like, <laughs> I am not techie and I, I've gone down the freaking. Now, this is just warm. Why, how do I know? Because I checked my app and look, it's 100. <laughs> um, so I went on their website yesterday. They've got a whole like baby bottle thing that'll heat it up, but then also keep it cold for up to four hours if you're traveling. And it, you just put it on a stand and it heats up your baby bottle. So like, amazing. And then they're doing cold packing containers, shipping containers, because they want to eliminate single use like styrofoam for keeping oh, yeah. cold. And like... It, it, there's like an you just push return to sender and then an electronic return label goes on the screen and then it tells UPS to pick it up. Like I went down the rabbit hole yesterday because I'm like this. <laughs> I've never heard of this company and they're like literally changing people. They're not, not just keeping coffee warm, my friend. <laughs> you need to invest. Sounds like an. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm like, is this a private company? Is this public yeah. traded? <laughs> How can they use a urologist? Yes, they need a medical director. Definitely. <laughs> I have a pediatrician for the baby. Oh. As a, <laughs> like, I was reading about her and I'm like, she had a good job, girl. That was a nice Yeah, kid. right. No doubt. That sounds good. <laughs> this is probably going to be more than a pediatrician job. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Even those. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, here's, here's what I'd like to coach about today. Um, I, um, I'm on call this weekend and I'm sitting out on, in the, on the side of the road so I can talk. Um, but I, um, am also like, I'm working on a certification that you know very well that, uh, I signed up for last year and it cost a lot of money and I've just not completed it. Um, and it's just taking a lot more time than I thought. Um, and I, there's just so much other stuff and I have tons of excuses and I asked for one extension and they gave me a month, which I'm like, Oh, that wasn't really all that helpful. Um, and You're now like, I have I about be more specific next time I ask. Yeah. Well, I actually did. I said, okay. I need a three to six month extension and they're like, Oh, thanks. We'll give you a month. And I'm like, like, I don't, you're like, that sounds, that sounds like, yeah, that's what you, yep. That yeah. Like. Right. Yeah. Um, so just very frustrated because I spent a lot of freaking money on this and, you know, and the, the thing is they can always coach me out of why it's my fault is <laughs> when I bring it up, why right, right. I've not uh, got done all I haven't spent my allotted year doing what I needed to do, even though, you know, I work a ton and I don't know. So that that's something yeah, I, I'd like I mean, to I, coach on. Totally. <laughs> it's great. Um, everybody else who's on the call, if you want to be coached, raise your hand. If you have a time limit and you have to be off before the hour, raise your hand. Cause I want to get to everybody. Yes, exactly. Um, but I could, I could do this for a while because, because <laughs> um, so I want to just tell everybody else that so they can, make their make their needs known um how do you want to feel about it I want to feel like this this stuff is super exciting and I was you know I want to I want to I want to get it done so I've finished it and get my certificate and um so I want to feel like completed sweet what's blocking you from that um well all the all the things I'm doing, like 
and it's probably buffering, but it's also like stuff I have, you know, I got to keep my job as a surgeon right? <laughs> and we, I got to take we have to do the dishes, my kids to sports and yeah. Right. So sorry. Can't, can't clean, keep the kitchen clean anymore. Oh, I'm, I, and I'm see, I did that myself. this morning too. I was like, oh, the, the, oh, this, the sink is so disgusting this morning. And that Dawn spray stuff, that's the best stuff. I sprayed it all over, but. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Do you think digging into like, like all the things, is it a, do you think it's a time scarcity thing? Do you think, do you think, uh, like, yeah. do, do you want to coach on time scarcity? Do you want to coach on like. I actually have the time. I'm just spending an hour watching Saturday Night Live instead of doing yeah. Like, I mean, there probably those is are two time. Common scenarios. There probably is time. There's always time for the stuff you want to do. <laughs> yeah, which is a so. bit to learn, but it's true. Yeah. Yes. I, was, so I remember, probably like, I got. Co- I mean, I like went through my certification. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I started room one, like. And I was, I was back a little more in the evangelical phase of like telling everybody how wonderful their life can be. Now I don't Yeah, do right. Because I'm like, it's their life. Um, yeah, right. And I was in the OR with an anesthesiologist and I'm like, do you know that time scarcity is made up? <laughs> <laughs> and he's basically like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, don't even talk to me. He put yeah. the curtain yeah. back up. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you get busy operating instead of? yeah (laughs) um but yeah like really like we can be very busy people and there could be a lot of things to do but like the overarching thought is the soundtrack Mm -hmm. in our brain of there's not enough time is what is like i would say stressful yeah creating creating that feeling to yes that thought creates the feeling of stress which wants us to close down not feel like we're adding to our plate right like yeah it really is those time scarcity thoughts, even though we mm-hmm. are, like, there's people who are, I, I do more now than I've ever done because I realized like me telling myself I don't have enough time is what was right. causing me the pain. Yes. And now I'm like, well, I'll write a book and I'll have a podcast and I'll have two side businesses and I'll, and I still work right. out. My kids love me. Like, yeah, I had told myself the whole time I couldn't do it right you're not gonna do it exactly right um okay so where are your where are your thoughts on that are we landing with you or are we missing the airport no it's that's exactly the truth I because I'll it'll give me a report on my phone that I've been on my phone you know like whatever six hours a day which some of that's like listening convinced it lines Yeah, well, it probably, I mean, listening to podcast or music or something. So I think that figures into it too. But I definitely spend way too much time looking at that instead of yeah. doing the task. I'm, I'm, I mean, like I just said, I'm pretty good. I'm looking for a marker. I'm pretty good with my time scarcity now. But so I went to a, I would just, went to a retreat, got a hundred dollar freaking mug. And these people... They're, they're writing everything down that their brain has. They're like, yeah, they're putting it. And I'm like, in between everything, they're like fucking writing stand up and writing books and like, blah, blah, blah. And for them, and I'm like, 
oh, this is next level. They're, I'm like, you guys are writing, you just write everything down all the time. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, you could be so much more effective if you'd like choose to not even air quotes work, but like they, uh-huh. love, they love it. It's fun for them. They know they want to capture it because like, look at my results at the end of doing this. Right. Right. And so for me, I was just like, oh, that's next level. Yeah. So they're writing down, like, as they're working, as they're listening, their, their mind someplace else too. Yeah. And they write it down because they're going to use it. Yeah. For whatever, the, whatever they're creating, their website, their, these, yes. a, lot these, a lot of these people are like speakers, thought leaders, like yeah, people who are like, are want to create things in the world. Right. Yes. And you want to create the result of you finishing this thing. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, but I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just telling you, like, I had even no concept of like what the next level is until I just got back, like, on right, Friday, down. and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you're gonna have a book done in like two months when you do it that way." Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no idea. All right, you want to run a model on it? Sure. Yeah. Why not? It's fun. Okay. What's your C? Uh. Uh, probably to do to do list um certification complete sort or uh certification deadline certification deadline yeah because you want to get super meta you don't have to complete anything if you don't want to my friend yeah exactly that's what they told me i'm like but i spent a bunch of money (laughs) (laughs) they're like what What are you making that mean right like ah. yeah right <laughs> i know but like once you can see all of it and take it all lightly mm-hmm. like your life changes right, right? yeah You're like because i make it mean that that has that because that's expensive because like yes I'm, I'm keeping that thought sorry keeping it yeah yeah so okay so c is um certification requirements what's like what's yeah like such a fact without any judgy okay yeah so um needing to submit the, um, my, uh, like my coaching, um, like like, submitting, submitting requirements. Yes. Yes. Submitting things. And that, and, and actually the thing is like, I've submitted three times and they've not passed, which is also something I probably could totally coach on too, because like what is this the fucking plastic surgery boards <laughs> yeah on. exactly like i'm like i i don't not pass things i mean a few things i haven't passed right? in my life but this i'm like oh god you know but oh well right. i mean you know actually it makes it more legit to me it's not just a oh looks nice here you go <laughs> i know I, I mean it is helpful they're not letting any yeah dick and harry yeah no click, a, click some buttons yeah it's nice okay um, your submit requirements. What are your, what's 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 one thought? Okay. Um, I'm so far behind. Yeah. There's a time scare. I'm telling you, time scarcity drives. Yeah. I I think so much. Side note: I think it's the way we're market. I mean, there's probably many reasons. It's the way we're, besides the fact that we did residency and there was never legit fucking time because they made yeah. five people's jobs. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, the way we're marketed to, like, is time, 
buy now before time runs out is literally a car commercial. Oh yeah. And Why is time running another... out for cars? There's we're not running right. out of cars. Like <laughs> But like it's how we're marketed yes. to. I wonder why our brain is like seems legit. And Black Friday, you gotta buy it by the end of Cyber Monday. Yeah, now mm-hmm. or you're yes. little, you're missing out, man. Yes, for you know that feels that feels bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marketing, it's, it's it's horrific. Buy now before yeah. time runs out. Fuck you, Honda. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you in my life. Yeah. Okay, so how are we feeling when we're so far behind? Um, stressed out. Yes, unpleasant. What are we yes. doing? With stressed. So what I'm doing is, um, I'm thinking about it, uh, like stewing like, about rumin- it. Yeah, like ruminating. Ruminating, yeah, ruminating, and uh, I'm. I can't relax. Yep. I uh, talk about it to my husband who i'm sure he's like just freaking finish it so he's like since you paid for it yeah not everybody gets the certification you wanted it yeah yeah my husband being like what's the problem my husband was like born a life coach and i didn't know Uh i know what's the problem mine too i'm like yeah seriously did you get the certification yeah did you secretly watch my videos (laughs) i know thank you very much okay what else are we doing or not doing I'm um, not doing it. Like I actually had somebody that asked if I'd coach them and I was like, um, yeah, but I'm on call this weekend and I don't want to mess it up then. So I, just, I can't coach like, you because I need to get this coaching certification. Yeah. Right. I need to worry about it. Um, so turning down help. Yes. Turning down help. And I can think of a lot of things, I'm sure. Um, uh, da, da, ba, da, ba. Uh, yeah, buffering. Yeah. I I carry oh, around the notebook. Right. Good. Os- <laughs> you're getting osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's getting like super crusty and has leaves in it, and so my ba- I got back pain, but um. Well loved. But um, yeah, I, buffering always comes with stress. Yeah. Oh, buffering. Yeah, like. Uh, buy shit on Amazon because okay. that's gonna make me get this done. Totally. Uh, all right. We can keep adding to that if you'd like to. Yeah, right. <laughs> we get the point. Uh, all right. What's our result? What do you? What result are you creating in the world? I am creating that it's not done yet. I didn't. My thoughts are leading me to not getting it done yet. For anyone who's new here. <laughs> I mean, coaching can be so fun, right? Because like <laughs> being able to get you to laugh at yourself about this is like, I know oh, it's so <laughs> lovely. It's like, we take ourselves so seriously as humans and it weighs on us. I don't think that's our, that our normal, <laughs> no. you know, why is being so yeah. serious on ourselves is the normal, like supposed to be how it is. Okay. So our result is I'm so far behind. I will get yeah, the words. I'm not getting it done. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally make things come true. I mean, it's so good. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure this is you, but for other people who are, are like, I don't understand why this is happening. 
I need to figure out why. And it's like, well, if you want to, this is a great tool to figure out why. It's yeah. <laughs> um, it really makes like, total sense. People can be like, well, because calls Q3, I've got two kids, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah. And so well, it's very nice, but you signed up for the certification. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, dumb, dumb. So, I, I mean, I think a big, I think stressed, just getting into like nervous system and stuff is yes. that when we're stressed and in the stressed nervous system, we can't often just be like, boom, pivot, right? Of like, yes. I think an, an awesome technique is like being number one, self-awareness of like, oh yeah, I'm feeling stressed right now. My shoulder's talking to me. Yes. Whatever it might be. And and I've, I've, I've taken it to the level of like thanking my body for telling me yes. that I'm stressed because I've spent yeah. so much of my years not knowing I'm stressed. Right. Right. So now I'm like, thank you, shoulder. Thank you, low back. Thank you for letting me yes. know. I'm paying attention. Um, and then being like, what do I need to do to kind of just work on the stress? Because other right. people are like, when I'm stressed, how do I get it done? And I'm like, I I don't think everybody can. Right. Like, stress, just get it done. Like, what do yeah. you need to do? Whether it's self-love or just... And these aren't like hour long spa sessions of like some breathing, some journaling, some run yeah. around, you know, metaphorical block push ups, mm -hmm. just like to, to change the physical state. Yeah. Cause we get stuck in this. Number one, it's comfy because we're surgeons. Mm hmm. Totally. For me, for time scarcity, it was me just saying, I'm having time scarcity right now. And then switching to the 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 sentence, there's enough time for everything that I think is important. Exactly. Um, because the, the the thought of like there's enough time for everything, I could call bullshit on that. Right. But there's enough yes, time for, for everything I find important. Yes. That's very believable to me. Yeah. Um, and then what was my other one? Time scarcity. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, and now, now I've, I've evolved the thought to be like, everything gets done when it needs to get done. That's true too. Which I'd say was like, th that was not my beginner move on to, on time scarcity, but that's where I've gotten because I'm like, shit, it happened today. I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. know this needed to happen today. I thought this needed to happen three months ago, but it happened today. Very naturally. Yes. Today was the day it needed to get done apparently. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, then I play with it and then I'm like, it's not getting done today because today's not the day it's going to get done. Yeah. But it's just kind of just getting more. I have this big scratch on my car. <laughs> oh, gosh. Car versus chain link fence. I yes. Guess. Yes. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. like, this week is not the week that's getting done. Yeah. Instead of like, it needs to get done still. It's not done yet. Like, this week is not the week. Yes. But anyways um awesome how, how has this been helpful where are you going to take this how else can we help no I think it's super helpful thanks for letting me think about it some more and I think this is a super common stuck point for everybody yeah yes this is why people take 13 years to get their PhDs like oh like, yeah right and they're yes, they're definitely. blaming like the lab equipment <laughs> yeah no like ah, some people get PhDs in like four years. Not yeah, sure exactly. That, they do it. Um, can awesome. I like legit? Can I help 
do you do you need more what do you need that I can't <laughs> well let me I'll think about it and I'll you know how to get a hold of me on Facebook or yes Instagram? yes awesome let me, let me know what you need thanks Kelly <laughs> it, it's, it's good shit and we're busy and I get it and yeah like, it is good shit yeah, I want you <laughs> to feel like whatever you need. You, you can coach me. You want to coach me? You can coach me. Plenty of Thanks, Kelly. <laughs> totally. All right, we'll move on. Have a great morning. Thanks. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. All right, for the people who are new here, this is a coffee mug that keeps your coffee warm. It's very techie, but it's amazing. For any of your super techie coffee lovers this holiday season, um, whoever missed that, all right, we have got, and so my other point is I want to get to everybody today. So raise your hand if you want to come on and uh, we're going to get to everybody. Sunshine and scalpels, love it. Awesome, thank you. You're welcome. So um, my problem's a little bit like our last person's, except that I'm not behind on a certification yet. Um but I'm like 60 notes in deep trying to get finished. And you guys helped me convince myself and um, my, even my uh, senior partner that I need a scribe and a little bit of help in the office. And now I've hit this really stupid mental block um, that probably has to do with time scarcity and whatnot. Um, but I keep thinking to myself that I feel like when I go in my office and bear with me, I know this is stupid. Um but I had trouble with having my nanny I ask my nanny to peel the carrots for the kids' lunches. That was a big okay. Thing. I, okay I feel better. This I is got, on the same I way got of coached life. on asking somebody to help me with carrot peeling. Okay, I need similar coaching. No, I, I was at the bar. I was at the the you know the basement for you there. Okay. <laughs> well, like I realized that I think, and I don't know if this even matters, but I feel like my boss looks down on me and feels that I'm lazy for asking for this help. And, um, I find that maybe it's just in my head that I'm making this philosophical, um, disagreement between the two of us, but I feel like he is very content running things. He's his own, you know, his own MA, his own PA, his own scribe. He does everything himself. And I don't want to take that away from him because it works for him. But at the same time, I feel like maybe I'm projecting onto myself that he wants me to practice that way. And I don't want to practice that way at all. And in my head, I'm thinking I'm putting all these things in my head that like, maybe he's looking down on me for wanting help with these things. And I really need to get past this because this thought is not getting me anywhere. And I'm just stewing in my head, getting mad at my boss for something he might not even be thinking. Right. He's yeah. like, he's like, I, I told you it was fine three months ago. Why, why yeah. is this still an issue? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, super common. Everybody, everybody does this. Good. I would say, I would say <laughs> some, some genders do it more, I think, because of the way we were socialized to always be good and don't fuck up and make sure people like you. Mm -hmm. Um, not everybody would agree with that statement. And I think it's a uh, number one, you've got the awareness that you're doing this. Mm -hmm. I think people go to the grave just thinking everybody's judging them instead of realizing you're doing a lot of it yourself. Right. Right. So like you already went, you're already an A in like self-awareness on it. And now, now the question is, if I'm understanding it, I have the awareness that I'm feeling and thinking this way. What do I do about it? Yes, exactly. And how do I get, how do I manage this 
completely unproductive thought that my boss is looking down on me when he might be, but who cares? And also he might not be. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, either way is okay. Right. Yeah. Like either way is fine because you can go down both pathways. Like maybe he is judging you. All right. Let's talk about that. That's okay. You know what you need. It's his, that's on him that he's judging and you don't have to change him. Right. Furthermore, you can't change him. Right. For anybody who's new here. (laughs) And then the another thing is he's not judging you, in which case, dude, shut the fuck up and get to work because you're just creating like brain calories. Yeah. Right. I've wasted a bunch of them. I have like five or six people I need to interview for the scribe position. I haven't done it. I need to like get it done. Dude, that's amazing that you have like five people on the docket. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I don't know if any of them are good, <laughs> but they're there. Right. Right. Well, you're you're gonna learn something. Yeah. Yeah. They um, exist. Just, just I think everybody can see in the Q and A. A colleague got an AI scribe that transcribes office visits from recorded visits. He lets the patient know he's recording. It transcribes a note. It's called Freed. He says, it "Yeah, I, I signed up for the trial. I'm going to try it this week while I'm uh, working on the hiring Sweet. a person." Yeah, I'm excited, and I was going to use that whenever. Um, I have to hire this person part time because the other thing is my boss doesn't want to utilize the same kind of help. So I only have, you know, I can only utilize their assistance for twenty to thirty hours a week, not all the time that I would want. So that's why I was going to use Freed as well. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, helpful people. Yes, um, thank you. I think I think a tool that people use is when you catch yourself doing it. Sometimes you're not going to catch yourself doing it. But the fact that you're talking about it today, I'm like, you're very aware that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to, I because when I do it, I have, I have one person in my life that I work with that I just think all the time, like, He's thinking this. He means this. He like it's very easy for me for some reason to be a mind reader for this guy. What really helped me is is taking it back a step and being like, I'm thinking. He's thinking. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, is it is that true? And then you and then you can be like, you have no fucking idea if it's true, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. for me, it's, it's almost just like, I'm thinking he's thinking. And because I'm thinking he's thinking, I'm feeling tight, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, can really diffuse the the realness of your brain, like saying, I've got this figured out. And mm-hmm. then you're like, no, I'm just thinking this. Right. And it's as real as the sky is purple, possibly. And even if it is true, it's not helpful. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then I have one other thing that is is along the same lines. I got really frustrated with my office manager and I didn't yell at her, but I I raised my voice and not at her, but like I was clearly upset because I told my office manager and my boss on text, in person and email that I was really swamped. And I was like, guys, I have this massive pile of exams I have to go through. I'm behind on patient notes. Like, please hold off on scheduling people this week because like I already had my schedule over 80% full. And I was like, you know, I'm running around and I'm worried I'm going to miss something and have a problem. And then they scheduled someone for me anyway. And they, there was a day where I thought I had to come in at 9.15. And so I made an appointment in the morning for something. And then I looked the night before and they added someone at 9 a.m. 
And so when I came in, I was like, guys, what? Like, I'm, I'm upset. I told you that I'm behind. I asked you not to schedule anything else. And then last minute you added on a patient for me in the morning. You didn't say anything to me. You just did it. And, um, you know, I was clearly annoyed, but I wasn't like, if you talk to my office manager, she presented it to my boss who was not there. Like I was being some kind of raging psychopath, throwing things in the office. And then I, I'm really annoyed with her because she in turn told my boss that I was upset. And then my boss told me that, um, you know, that kind of uh, like behavior can be seen as unprofessional on the West, the entire West Coast. And I really wanted to wring my boss's neck. Now the entire West Coast is against you. You're welcome. Right? Exactly. And I was like, well, dude, you Jesus. weren't even there. And I was like, it's yeah. also... I think, frankly, if my office manager is doing things I'm I'm asking her not to do, and I'm supposed to be a partner in six months, I think, frankly, that's all, that's unprofessional. Yeah. If I tell people that I need help and I ask them just to back off something, you know, why would they? Why would you purposely put in one more patient just to irk me? When especially I told them I just very temporarily need a pause to get caught up, and then I see a lot of patients. So I was like, I really just like. I don't know. I'm still mad about this <laughs> and I don't know how to best process it because I'm not sure he meant to come off as much of a dick as he did because he's not a dick, but at the same right. time, I don't think he ever would have said that to his male partner that he had yeah. before. And so yeah. that really upset me. And now I don't even talk to my office manager except for like the bare minimum because I, everything I say, I feel like she's going to be like, Oh, that's unprofessional. Oh, that's so East coast of you. You're so mean doctor. Right. Yeah, You're yeah, such yeah. a bitch. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, but I mean, just like you said, you don't think your boss meant to be that mean to you. You didn't mean to be that mean to her. Yeah. Well, I also wasn't mean. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, I wasn't exactly. mean, you yeah. know, I just yeah. told her I was upset and why I was upset. I wasn't like, you suck. I was like, please don't do that. I said, please. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But so I've done, I, I am a Enneagram eight surgeon, female, like, I get you. I get this. This scenario has happened to me too many times to, for me to count. Yeah. Um, what's, what's really helped me is looking at my feelings underneath my words. Okay. And, and believe you, you do not have to believe me. I thought this was bullshit for a very long time. And so now I'm like, and we're going to fix you in 10 minutes. So like, yeah, but um, they're like, well, you know, it's your tone. And I'm like, I can't control my tone fuck you. And women get told to control their tone all the time. Fuck you. Like I really resisted this until I understood through coaching and like the nervous system of like, when you're stressed, you do project stress, um, that it's your thoughts underneath you saying, please, that really do matter. And it took me a lot of time to get there before all of the reasons I just said. Because if you're coming, and I'm making this up, but if you're coming in thinking they're disrespecting, they don't care, I'm already too busy, you're coming in with all of that, that's coming through on your don't do this, please. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, where, the, and, and my thing of like, they need to just listen because they're my office manager and what I say goes, like, I lived my life like that for years. And now, now, because I've done all this work, I'm like, they're thinking way other shit than I'm thinking. They had 10 patients call and they only put one of them on your schedule, right? Like their world is so different than yours. And I never took the time to understand that. 
And what's the other thing that's been very helpful is in talking to people, especially when I'm upset, I tell them what I'm making it mean. Like mm-hmm. I just just I just Brene Brown this shit all the time. Like you putting that eight o'clock patient on my schedule, I'm making that mean that you don't care about me and you don't care that I'm busy and you don't care. Like you just fucking say it, but mm-hmm. in a like it's almost like a vulnerable, like I'm telling you how bad I think this is. Not mm-hmm. you fucked up, but like I feel like you don't care. Mm-hmm. You want to correct that then when you tell them that. Mm-hmm. They want to be like, no, I do care. And it turns out 20 people called and this doctor from the primary care clinic called and this guy was blah, blah, blah. So I just thought one was okay, right? Like what they, they tend to explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like that has been very helpful instead of like, don't do this again. Of like, when you do this, I make it mean blah, blah, blah. Am I am I close or were you thinking somewhere something else? Mm-hmm. And it gives them the time. And to me, I'm like, the, the then me would be like, I don't have fucking time to have these conversations. I've got three aura cases that I'm on call. And what I learn is if I take that time, I don't have to clean up my fucking mess for like two weeks afterwards. Right. It's actually less time. Okay. Because I was like, I don't have time to communicate, to sit down and have coffee and how are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are we all feeling? Like, I don't fucking time. And I'm like, me being clear in my communication is actually less time. Right. Because now you got to go back and have a conversation with your office manager about what you made it mean and how you actually want to work well with her. Right. Like it actually takes you more time to not be clear Mm -hmm. in a way that doesn't like make people be like, oh, yeah, you and the whole fucking East Coast have this problem. It's called tone. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, Pennsylvania, we have an accent. Like, we can't help it. I was like, well, all of you on the West Coast have an attitude problem. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, you're so sensitive. And now that, like, if you, you know, once in a while when I'm upset, my accent will come out. But most of the time, people can't tell where I'm from because I'm not particularly asinine. Right. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I left there because people said I was too nice. Like, and now I come here and you tell me I'm too mean. Like, I just don't think so. Like, no, no I'm not too mean. You're not too mean. You're not. No, you're not too mean at all. Difference here, but I'm not mean. No, you're not mean. You might no. be very busy and sometimes stressed, but that's called human, and that shouldn't be stereotyped on you for the rest of your life. It's right. Not, it's not fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel better. And then you guys also gave me the confidence to start looking for other jobs. Cause I realized like, I can't, I can't set up this the way I want. I can make this work for a while. I could probably make it work for even five years if I need to, yeah. but I just, uh, unless, you know, I, I work in an office that we're sharing, um, our specialty with pulmonary critical care with an ob ultrasound. And it makes absolutely no sense. Cause none of these people are referring to each other I have, lo- I have no problem with lovely pregnant patients, but I have lovely pregnant patients waddling past my office and then grandma and grandpa tripping to get into my office. And I'm like, okay, this is not working out. I was like, this is, we need physical therapy. We need ortho. We need these other folks. We need a neurologist. We don't need home critical care and the women's ultrasound suite here. I feel like it's so random. 
Oh yeah. It's totally random. I'm like, it would be better if we had dermatology. Cause then on Saturday we could open a Botox clinic, but <laughs> at least it would be like financially prudent. Yeah, totally. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think for, for everybody here, what I've learned is like our jobs are to figure out who we are. Like our jobs on earth. We're, I'm taking this at the 10,000 foot view. Like, why are we fucking here to figure out who we are? What triggers us? What do we love? What do we want to show up and do every single day? And I think all humans, but definitely doctors, I was having this conversation at the retreat is like, we go through all of this training and we get in a situation and we just think that's how life is. And it's fine. And you'll work till you retire. And then you were a doctor and if that's all we are here to do is just for things to be fine and just to tolerate stuff, I wonder if we've missed the whole fucking point of being given this body on earth. And like, for like, if, and I'm using your scenario to be like, lots of people would say you're in a fine situation. Mm -hmm. And I would say, is fine supposed, is that the pinnacle? You're just supposed to be fine because the more you figure out you and what you want to do and how you want to do it and you move towards the unis in this world you fucking come alive you really right. do come alive and yes no job's perfect and i'm not saying there's perfect jobs but you doing what you want to do because you want to do it is a rock star move that we don't tell people frankly because we can't keep you in line then right so there's my inspiration of like as we get older and older, figuring out you is so fun. I'm like, freaking cut my hair. No, women don't have hair like this, by and large. I freaking cut it the, like two years ago because I'm like, I think I want to figure out what that feels like. And that might be a little more me than the all-American. Mm -hmm. And then people are like, people are like, that's so you. That's so, and it's like figuring out who you are. Who is she? What is she like? Does she want a hand tattoo? Like, we don't know, but it's freaking fun to figure it out. And you get more like grounded in like, this is who I am. This is what I know. And this is my truth. And you become unstoppable when you have your back that way. Right. Yeah. So point being like, yeah, it's okay to not be, to, to like want something new just because I was reading an article the other day is 39 is the average age for career changes. Mm -hmm. like most people go through career changes because who we were when we were 23 is not who we are when we're 39. And I think for a lot of doctors, we're like, we got this big education and training. Yeah. And then nowhere to go, no outlet for changing our direction. That certainly makes sense. Cause by then you've been in practice a few years and you want to change things. And some yeah. people don't want to change and that's okay. Like, and, but figuring out like, What's the next, like one life. Right. What do we want to do? It's like, did I tell you about the the one surgeon who like just looks for, he just interviews for other jobs all the time because he just wants, yeah. his, he just wants his brain that big. Yeah. Well, I've started doing it. Everything, every opportunity I see that could remotely be a fit. I hit, I'm interested. Yeah. I want to like see what's out there. I want to see what people have, you know? Um, my hospital admin is not buying the equipment I want. So I just, oh, I, you know, it's really helpful if I have an offer in hand, I can say, okay, if you don't get me this piece of equipment that costs less than the CEO salary, 
see ya. Right. Don't let the door hit you. It's just a power move. It's just, I mean, even if you do nothing, you've got education of how other places are doing it. Exactly. All right. You got this. Tell them what you are making it mean. Because that's, right. that's what's underneath your pleas. And that's why it's sounding off to them. Because there's uh, there's there's those thoughts under there that you have to t- you know take time to find them. But that's probably what was driving it. Perfect. Thank you. All of the West Coast does not hate you, though. That was oh, a broad, that was was a broad wow. rush and it was not fair. Right. I was like, wow, I got a lot of enemies from one minute rant. That's pretty good. It did take you a long time to clean up the whole West Coast, my friend. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got you. You're you're awesome. All right, here we go. We are going to talk to Christmas Elf. Hey, can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, this is so funny. In the Q&A, Anonymous said, I was just thinking about a hand tattoo. You're doing it right. <laughs> I have no awesome. tattoo. But it's like, who is she? Does she want a hand tattoo? Who knows? All right. So it's funny. Got? It's funny you were talking about the Ember mug because two years ago, I had to cancel two days of my office hours because I was pulled for jury duty for a guy that had stolen an Ember mug. And so I now have like a little bit of a, <laughs> I have a strong bias against them simply for that because it How wasted did 14 people's time. Did a $100 mug get to yes. a jury? Was there a murder? Yeah. So apparently there was a threat, maybe with a knife and yeah, it got bizarre. Yeah. They and ended up calling it robbery. This, just saying, but it's. Yeah. Crazy. I, Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, especially in uh, in New York City, people get very brazen about shoplifting. And I think this guy was very brazen about shoplifting and then was surprised that somebody came after him and then made some sort of threat. But it was basically over an ember mug. It was that was the only thing he stole. So, yeah. Really? <laughs> and I had to cancel two days of office patients. So I'm like, ember mug, no, thank you. <laughs> Dude, I didn't yep. even know about this. I literally didn't know this existed two days ago. Um, yeah, that's hilarious that they've been around for a while and people steal them. They're, they're high yeah. end coffee mugs. Normal coffee mugs are about eight dollars. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so that that's that my wild. so I knew about them like two and a half years ago because of that. And um, never will you ever put your lips to no, an ember mug. Nope, nope. My my mugs work just fine. So that is a great story. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Yes, just to brighten everybody's day. And also, I'm excited. I was the one who shared the info about Freed. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing somebody else's feedback on how it works because I need to actually, I should actually download it today and sign up because I am also always behind on my notes. So, so the, the, the technology is getting better faster. Yeah. Faster, quicker now. Yes, exactly. It's- and I, I need something to like take out all the little... Because I'm definitely the type of person that will like chat about somebody's recent vacation in part to see how their function is, but like all those details don't need to go in there. Yeah, but, that's like with what I do. Because I'm like me talking about my kids and them talking about their trip to Hawaii does not need to be in the note. Exactly. Does it know that? Right. Yeah, and apparently it does. So, yeah. So I think I'm gonna have to test it out, but. Yeah. I mean, and you can go through it. Like, basically, it gives you, like, a Word document, and then you go through and you, like, edit it. But it's nice to edit something that's already done. 
because my, what I'm going to talk about today, like my office staff um, is at times very inefficient and I'm already not a master of efficiency. So it just leads to issues. So um, what I wanted to chat about today is that um, I'm actually, on the one hand, I'm lucky in that I have the most amazing PA that I got um, two years ago. She rotated with us as a student and she was super sharp. And so she's awesome. So she's my main person. Um, but the thing is to make sure that all of our mid-levels are like comfortable with each of the different doctors, um, we rotate staff on certain days. So like there are days, there are days that I have our other PA who's more senior, but he just kind of is in the rut of working with the other doctors. So he just kind of can't shift. Um, and then there are also days that I get our nurse who, you know, obviously is a different level of training, but also just like, I've tried training him so many times and it's like beating my head against a wall. Um, and he's also been with the practice for like 12 years. He actually has a bunch of medical issues now. So we like, you know, we, we don't want to like kick him to the curb, but he's just not very useful. So it's like, it's, it's not realistic to say like, oh, just get rid of it. Like he's, he's going to stick with us at least until he has to, um, until he's not kind of able to do it anymore. Um, and it's not severe enough that he needs like medical leave. It's just like diabetes stuff just that like slows him down even more. Um, and so the question is kind of just how do we, how do we work around that and just acknowledge that he's not going to be as efficient and he will at times drive me nuts. And he also drives my PA nuts. And I really don't want her to get burned out. Um, I'm actually going to start to look for coaching resources for her just to like. Very good idea. Yeah. I actually want to give that to her for Christmas. So I was going to, I was going to message you offline and just see if you know of any resources for PAs. Cause I really want to give it to her. Cause she's like effing amazing. And I think she needs some resources too. And we're trying to figure out, is it actually more stressful for her when he rotates with me? Because then she just has more work on the back end. Because I'm the busiest of all of us. Um, I'm by far the busiest amongst, there's four of us. We're in a, a private practice. Mm -hmm. So I probably see, and I'm still not, like, I am not busy for our specialty. Um, but I maybe see, like, 40 patients in my office hours, whereas my partner's not in a day, like in like over a couple of days spread of office hours. And my partner's literally maybe see like 15. So it's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So like the fact that she's my primary person, she does have more to do, but it sometimes makes it worse when somebody else covers me. But I think like by the same token, my partners don't want to like eliminate this idea of rotating or have like one person not rotate through me. So like, how do we, how do we manage this? Yep. Yep. Um, so your goal, what I'm hearing is like, you're trying to, you're the, you're the boss leader. So you're trying to make sure everybody else is okay. When you've got yeah. one person who is not as not performing as much as anybody else via just yes. the, the metrics that you have yeah okay yes and he 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 does care like he's not he's not lazy he's just not capable <laughs> and right. like no matter how much I've tried to teach him it just doesn't what like it just doesn't stick so yeah. I've just kind of given up because it's just more time to like try to keep teaching 
So I've yeah. just kind of given up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, right? Because you've made the decision, you've, you've tried to teach, you've tried to say, these are our expectations. And you've also made the decision that he gets to stay. Yes. Right. And like so- as a group, because yeah, like me, myself and my partners, cause he, he's been at the practice for a long, I mean, I've been at the practice for 10 years now and he was there predating me. So, yep. and I think there's also a sense of like, and I think it's a very nice, like our practice really cares about our people. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't want to cut somebody off, right. When they're like having more issues yeah. and need their med, like, yeah, I, I think it. it is the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I, I get that. And I, and I, and I get like, when people have been with you that long, like there's a bond yeah, and, and they're human and you, and you understand, I, I think really yeah. just protecting, and I'm not sure that's the right word, but protecting your PA so that she yeah. doesn't think, because if she starts thinking, I have to do more to cover for this guy. Why are they keeping him? Can't they see? Like, there can be a lot of bitterness and resentment that yeah. can come up from that. And I think yeah. it, it sounds like you've done enough work to be like, hey, this is how it is. And we like all of our reasons. And this is how it is. Yeah. She's not the boss, right? She doesn't Correct. have that power. She doesn't have that, you know, all of that stuff. And really, I think showing your... I it sounds like you're doing it right of like, this might be the one who's going to bear the brunt. Yes. How can we acknowledge that and make sure she's okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think she also like, she's, she's an intelligent person and she also is a caring person. So I think the good thing is she doesn't have in her mind, like, why aren't they firing him? You know, I think she understands as well. Um, I think it's just more, how do we make sure that she doesn't get burned out? Um, beyond, I, I do want to get her coaching, but even just beyond that, like, how can we kind of work through this? Because also, uh, of course, our other PA at the same time is like dealing with a million things. Mm-hmm. So it's like all, everything, you know, is, is kind of getting worse in terms of everybody else's ability to do things. Right. Um, because a more senior PA is dealing with like a ton of family stuff and about divorce. And it's like, of course, you know, right. uh, everything comes together at once. And, and we may end up, you know, we've talked about hiring maybe an additional mid-level, even though on the, on the, you know, you look at things and you're like, we don't see that many patients. Like we really should not need right. another person, but maybe we and, do right and, now. And if you bring in another person, that's another person with issues. Correct. And I'm just saying that in the fact that we all have issues, but like, you're, of course. you're, you're going to be changing dynamics, right? Completely. Uh, I, yeah, I think you're, I think this is, you're doing, thinking about this very cleanly and like, you like your whys for everything. You, you, I don't hear any, like, I wish it was like, you're, you sound very clean on it. I think for your high performer, we're going to call her your high performer. Yes. Really making sure you understand, like, how is she doing? Is she feeling pressure? She might be like, I fucking got this. And I've got a side gig over here because this doesn't even challenge me enough. Not saying that's her, but like yeah. really understanding your high performer and treating yeah. her as the high performer of like, yeah, what do you need to survive to thrive? Because yeah. you, you are a high performer and high performers will burn out and high performers will leave if they yeah. if they aren't like, I got this, I'm all in, go team. I understand the dynamics. I feel yeah. supported. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, maybe even just more frequent check-ins with her. Because I think sometimes, you know, I do just, like, she's so on top of things. I think it's easy to assume that, like, 
okay, she's got this. But I think maybe on a, on a more regular basis than I already am. Cause right now, like uh, the good news is like, she will vent to me. Like she feels very comfortable venting to me. Um, because also like she and I will kind of, you know, have discussions with each other. Like, Oh, this is frustrating. And, um, and so I think that's a good thing, but maybe I should more proactively just be like, Hey, how are things going this week? And I think that might, or that it's not always her initiating. I think that's, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's so easy for us because we're all high performer people, right? Yeah. To be like, it's just fine. Just add it on. Just fine. Add it on. And like really yes. showing your level of maturity to be yeah. like, I get this personality. Right. Yeah. And I care about you as a human. And yeah. I know what she's like a mini me. Yeah. Which is why I love her. Like literally everybody is like, literally she is your carbon copy um, in, in both like professional and personal ways. And yeah. she's awesome. And I think, so I think she really enjoys being part of the, the little team dynamic that we have. Um, but, you know, I want to make sure like, and like our little silo, but I want to make sure that like, that everything is at least as, as um, functional as it can be. So I think checking in with her more. Yeah, um, and sometimes, I mean, sometimes high performers, they just want to hear that we, I see you as a high performer. We're like, you know, like, and it's like, what does she need? Does she, does yeah. she, you know, as far as that goes? No, yeah. I think I, this sounds like it makes sense to me. And it sounds like you are okay. being as clean about it as you can. And that's actually a good point that even if we bring in somebody else like that actually might make things more complex. Cause I don't, I don't think we really absolutely have to have the additional resource and it could actually bring in just more complex dynamics that might actually and then it's one other person to train and that it actually could yeah totally and it's like dude PAs are expensive yeah oh they're so pennies to the dollar supporting your high performer compared to bringing in another person yes totally totally um if we have time if I can just at least start to bring up something and then if we you know depending on how long it takes so this it's it's more on a personal note, but it's also kind of like how it relates to me professionally. And it's um, what I've been struggling with lately. And that's that um, I, we, we recently lost our dog. Actually, it's been a couple of months now. And what I'm finding difficult is that like, I think he was part of my support whenever things got stressful. Cause like, I've actually talked to you before about my kid who is awesome, but has some similarities to me and has a, has, has big feelings, big personalities. She's like not quite six struggles with having a surgeon mom, you know, all that. So it's mm-hmm. like, whenever kind of all that stress got to me, like the dog was not typically a source of stress and it could just be a source of comfort. Yeah. But um, within my family, we're not ready to get another dog. Um, and I acknowledge that and I accept that on the surface but it's hard for me internally to like not be resentful over it. Um, and kind of how do I come to peace with that? And I, I'm, I, I totally agree with the decision because it was a lot of um, like my, my husband also has a very high, um, high, uh, high performance type job. Like we both have very difficult jobs. We have a kid who's awesome, but requires a lot of energy um we are hopefully going to have another at some point which is another source of stress um and so right now is not the time to get another dog um but I struggle with that 
and kind of how do I how do I reconcile with that? Even though I know it's the right decision, right? Like my husband said, absolutely not, and and I can appreciate that because he he does a lot of work for the dog, but yeah. he doesn't get as much joy out of it. He's not a dog person. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that you lost your dog. Thanks. <laughs> Fucking hard. Yeah, he was my fellowship buddy. Like I adopted him towards the end of fellowship because I was living separately. And so it was like kind of beyond like not just a family dog, but he was also kind of mine. Yeah. Um totally. So yeah. And it was sudden. Um I would I I would give yourself this the time and the space and the and the kindness to feel the feelings yeah and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the feelings of sadness but I could be wrong because we haven't dug into it but like feel fucking sad yeah. like this is sad you want to you want another dog because that dogs that is your your stress outlet and yeah and, and a best friend and all the all the amazing a non-judgmental being like all the yeah. amazing things that dogs are right and that's not right for your family right now, but it's almost like that's giving you space to be fucking sad for this dog. Yeah. And for what's, what's truly missed. Like you have a hole in your life right now. Your dog is gone and it's incredibly sad. And as much as we don't want to feel our feelings and we'd like to just get to the next dog. So I don't have to be, don't have to be yeah. of like, that's not what's happening right now. And to add on that additional pain of like, I, I don't know, I don't think you're doing that. I think you're very clear on like, nope, right now, not, not we can't just, we're not just going to get another dog, right? But yeah. just really being like, it is very okay for you to be very sad about this. And other people in your family probably aren't as sad as you are. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you for being more sad. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I literally, at nighttime, like, I find myself, like, torturing myself by, like, looking at foster websites. And I'm like, I know I can't get a dog right now, yet I'm looking at, like, dogs that need adopting, which is, like, the worst thing possible. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I know. It's so ridiculous. It is. But but one, one reason that you might be doing that, and, again, I never want to put anything on anybody, yeah. is because were you looking at those dogs? allows you to feel some feelings yeah in a very safe controlled way because like why the fuck am yeah. i looking at these dogs because it makes me feel a feeling and it, it yeah. just might be a very big feeling of like love and acceptance and compassion yeah of like it's not crazy that you're doing that yeah and, and, and like eventually i want to volunteer but of course like in New York, like they have a glut of volunteers and like all these like probably they high probably school kids. They make you get a like, master's degree in volunteering. Well, yeah, like and they literally get approved by like, the state. I mean, it's so ridiculous. They're like, "Oh, well, our spots are full through January," and I'm like, "I just want to freaking be around some dogs." <laughs> like, I know all these high schoolers want it as like one of twenty things on their Epping resume. Like, I actually want to do this. I don't just want to stick it on a resume. It's very annoying. I, you're like, I promise I will never put this on my CV. Exactly. My partner suggested I donate some, like, if I donate some money, maybe they'll actually pay attention to me. <laughs> right? Like, like, I would like to myself. volunteer. 
think that's probably a good point. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I think you're doing the right thing of like being for you being around dogs makes sense. Yeah. Like you're, you're obviously drawn to it. They're very, very healing yeah. and healthy for you. And, and yeah. that's what you're trying to do is you're like, I, I want to have a little bit because I know that that our own isn't what's right. And whether that's like walking, going on a walk with a friend who has a dog, right? Like yeah. maybe there's, maybe there's dogs in your life that aren't at the shelter that you can, yeah. yeah. that you don't and have one to of my friends has actually, volunteer for. Yes. One of my friends has actually, she's been really good about reaching out. I've, as you can hear, I've been sick like multiple times this past month. So it's also like, uh, I can't even like be out and like run up to go see my friend. Like it's been like, ah. You know, but I, I definitely think that's a good resource for me because she's like, yeah, anytime, like come up and we can, we can walk our pups together and stuff like that. So I think that will be good, um, you know, as a resource as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't think this is not supposed to be easy and there's not supposed to be a timeline yeah. on this. This is, yeah. this is real and legit and all the things. And it's like, as much as you can just like, you know, when I went off on that rant 15 minutes ago about like, who the fuck are we? Right. Yeah. Of like lean in, like you are a person that has a deep connection with animals. Yeah. And there's no rushing through that or pushing that away or needing to justify it or there is who you are. And the more you like love on yourself through this process, you'll be like, of course I'm sad, honey. Yeah. Like me. Like, of course you are and, and be sad. And, and you need some dog in your life right now. So find, find some dog, right? Like, yeah. what are the, like, that's you. Yeah. And this is, you know, a, a normal part of life that sucks. And yeah, we're going to, we're yeah. going to be as awake for that as we can be. Well, thanks. And that you're making me feel better about the fact that I'm like surfing these sites <laughs> in a futile, seemingly futile fashion. But well, I mean, it does I, make yeah, sense I, that that's, that's I, my I, way of having interactions with dogs, even if they're ones that I cannot adopt. So that makes me feel a little better about it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, I think some people would be like, just don't do that because it causes you pain of like, but it doesn't just cause her pain. It also allows her to feel some very deep feelings that- yeah she needs to feel right now like yes to me I'm like but you know like dose your drug responsibly <laughs> yes yes like I shouldn't be staying up until 1 a.m but right. if you're, I do you're, it for 15 compromising minutes, your health okay. and that's that's when it becomes yes before you right yeah no that makes but, sense but it's like no no okay. that's that's probably a very fine thing to be doing just yeah dose the drug appropriately that sounds yeah be careful with the doses of dopamine yeah, 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 totally. Because like once it gets unhealthy and then you're sad and then yeah. now you're not sleeping, right? Then it's like, okay, I, I got to back up a little bit. Got back. Okay. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll look at it as the appropriate small doses that I need. Totally. And be and take it for like, love it for what it is. Just like, ooh, I love this. Let's, yep. yep. Okay, we're done. Or I just cool. need, a, I just need five minutes of this and then like, whatever. I'm not telling you how to do it. But it, I, yeah. I, don't no, think okay. it's, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's crazy. I think yeah. it can be used to become unhealthy, but you're yeah. gonna you're gonna watch that now. Okay, cool, awesome. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.
Uh, okay, Anonymous said, when you feel ready, you can volunteer at the local animal shelter. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, like retired greyhounds are very sweet and relaxed. That's very sweet. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for the great morning.